Welcome to Our Morning Take, the podcast where our goal here is to describe for you the movie that is going on in our head when we read the Bible. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. Good morning. I'm Frank Johnson, and I'm here with my co-host, Abraham Lawrence. Same two characters from last year. Our engineer is Mr. Tim Goetz. Doing a great job over there, too. Tim has like 15 different things he's trying to do at once. Yeah. We're trying to up, up our game on our broadcast. Well, let's hope know, so. With and he's doing a phenomenal job, by the way. Yeah, and hopefully by the time this podcast rolls around next week, it's Wednesday, it's hump day. Hey, Crystal. Hello, Crystal. Uh, hey, Crystal. That we'll actually have our own uh, YouTube page. We're actually trying to formulate that now. Our Morning Take YouTube page. And so you can watch all these wonderful things that Tim is doing uh, behind the scenes. And you don't just hear audio. Although our audio is extremely better, too. Yes. Yeah, it looks good. It sounds good. It feels good. I love this guy reading the scripture. He's yeah, fantastic. I'm telling you, man. We're in Exodus chapter 1. We're almost uh, through the end of the verse. Yeah, we, and this is... Uh, we might not take a week to do every chapter like we did in Genesis. <laughs> I'm really enjoying just revisiting this story because it's just amazing to me, These just the inhumanity to man. Yeah. It's really like... How can we treat people that way? Yeah. So to catch up a little bit, we have a new Pharaoh. Uh, he's probably the 17th to 20th different Pharaoh since uh, the Pharaoh ruled when Joseph was there. He said he didn't really even know Joseph, probably hadn't even thought about the famine, probably didn't even realize that it's because of the Hebrews that they're even there or actually they would have uh, dried up and went away. And I don't even think that he cares, to be honest oh, with no, you. Oh, no, no. It's absolutely not. It's all about power. Yep. And he just wants to keep power, and uh, he's afraid they're going to fight with their enemies, which obviously means Egypt had enemies, too. Oh, yeah. Well, That's hard to believe, too. Well, we discussed that, you know, when we were in Genesis with the caravan, they took people with them because people would be waiting to ambush them. And then when they saw it was a profession, uh, a processional, not a professional, but a processional, they uh, they kind of fell back and said, we're not going to do anything. Right. So, you know, they definitely have their enemies. And uh, so the king comes up, the pharaoh comes up with this idea. What an idea. Population control. And he decides to kill all the boys, which I don't get that. I really don't. Yeah, I've or he understood could, that about he this just could have gave out prophylactics to everybody. <laughs> so, <you know. laughs> this is how we're gonna stop the population yeah, problem. Exactly. No harm, no foul. Everybody's happy. Uh, they would call it the. Uh, uh, oh my goodness, who was uh, who was uh, uh, Judah's wife? Tara. Uh, What's her name? Uh, Tara? Uh, Tamar. Tamar. We just call it the Tamar rule. Oh. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Before we get in too much uh. trouble, let's just continue on with the podcast. I think we're in verse 18 yes. of Exodus chapter 1. Go okay, ahead. Okay, Mr. Narrator, continue on. Yes, please. And the king of Egypt called for the midwives and said unto them, Why have ye done this thing and have saved the men children alive? And the midwives said unto Pharaoh, because the Hebrew women are not as the Egyptian women, for they are lively and are delivered ere the midwives come in unto them. Oh my goodness, they are Therefore alive. God dealt well with the midwives, and the people multiplied and waxed very mighty. Yeah. And it came to pass, because the midwives feared God, that he made them houses. And Pharaoh charged all his people, saying, Every son that is born ye shall cast into the river, and every daughter ye shall save alive. All right, and that's the end of chapter one. So there you go. Uh, do you reckon the midwives had to come up with a story? Or do you think they were anticipating that Pharaoh would ask them about it? I think it's twofold. But the first thing is, 
what we talk about all the time. The midwives feared God. Amen. They, well, be- they believed in their God. There are some people that were on the fence. They would just go with the flow, but they believed God. And it- I'm and I'm certainly not saying all the children of Israel did, but I really do believe the vast majority of the children of Israel feared God. That's Amen. why they did too. But I like how in the King James it says, <laughs> because the Hebrew women were lively. <laughs> what does that even mean? What does that mean? That's it, a good question. They move around too much. We couldn't, we couldn't stop the baby from They're coming. not like the Egyptian women. <laughs> <laughs> They're lively. <laughs> that adds a whole new meaning to Leah yeah, and we're Rachel. Yeah, we're going to have to ask Abraham what do they mean by that. Hey, Abraham, what do they mean by that? Yeah, that's exactly right. Hey, Keturah, why are you so lively <laughs> or not? <laughs> and, and in the NASP, it says vigorous. It says they were vigorous, which both words generally mean they could give birth without the without the use of a midwife so they would actually have they would give birth before we could get there yes but that was just their that was just their ploy to get out of it now here's the thing that all political leaders do and and it's no different with pharaoh pharaoh doesn't want any more kids being born that's why he said throw them and you know get rid of the boys however uh, he didn't want to be responsible for it. He, he didn't want anybody thinking that was his idea. Just let the midwives do it. Yeah. And then when they couldn't do it, uh, it's up now. The game is up. And I have to actually give a commandment to throw all the boys into the Nile, which, you know, is not what he wanted to do. That was not going to make no. him popular. Well, this is well, certainly not with the Hebrews. Anyway. <laughs> well, let me tell you something. He ain't popular with them because now they're his slaves. Yeah. So he don't have a lot of fans. Yeah. And by the way, <laughs> the Holy Spirit just reminded me of something uh, that it wasn't that he only killed some of the boys or most of the boys. He was killing all of the boys. Yes. That would actually eliminate population at some point because there would be no boys to be given babies out at some point after 40, 50 years. The men would be too old. They wouldn't be having children anymore. So there you go. So, uh, yeah, it wasn't like, you know, there were these lucky few that, you know, had all these women uh, around like I was insinuating in the last podcast. There would be no boys. So you'd, it'd be like an all-girls school, right? Yes. Yeah, not too many babies are happening like that. Sorry mm. to put that to you, but that's the way it yeah, is. Yeah, but what is commendable is, the number one, the faith of the midwives. And God bless their faithfulness because if you look in verse 20, what does it say? God dealt well with the midwives, and the people multiplied and waxed very mighty. Yeah, it said that he established households for them, which in plain English means he made sure that they flourished. Yes. Because they were obedient to him. And that's, once again, what you were, you like to talk about how this uh, pertains to current Christian life. If we are obedient to God, God will establish our households. Amen. But we get too caught up in. Well, if I do what God wants me to do my way, it will be more convenient. It will be more acceptable for me as opposed to, listen, I just need you to do X, Y, Z. Don't question it. Just do what I'm asking you. But we can't do that. Mm-hmm. We have to do things our way. And we learn that in our lives every day, mm-hmm. every single day. The Nile is first mentioned here again, in, at least in Exodus. The Nile is a very important river. Uh, in Egypt, not only was it mostly the water supply of the whole nation, but it was worshipped. Yes, the Nile. absolutely. Yeah. So when you cast these boys in the Nile, I think Pharaoh, it was a way of uh, diminishing his guilt as well. Yeah, and we even, when we studied history in school, we even discussed, like there were chapters and chapters on the Nile River. Yeah. It was, it was you know, incredible. But I doubt if they even talk about that anymore in school. 
because history has changed so much. Mm-hmm. So that's exactly right. Yeah, because no. um, like when I talk to Abraham and I ask him certain things, he's like, "We don't even talk about that," you know, and he'll just look it up on the internet. Is he in denial? No. <laughs> oh, you missed it. Tim. I know. It was, that, was, that, was, that was the spot. Right there, I'll have to. We're gonna have to come up with like little cue cards or something uh, like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, kind of definitely. Cue cards would, would help. Anyway, uh, that's about it for this week. We're at the end of the first chapter. I kind of want to save uh, chapter two for the yes, next, definitely for our next episode because probably one of the greatest guys in the Bible outside of Jesus Christ and John the Baptist was this guy called Moses. He's going to come on the scene. Yep. Next chapter. You'll have to come back. 